0: back to the family fortune we're wrapping up uh what we've been talking about for the past couple of sessions which is debt reduction and so we thought we'd talk about a little bit of some of the tools that are out there you know we're living in a different age where everything is pretty much digital you know me i'm old school i'm old school i got the pen and paper and i got the excel spreadsheet and that works for me but i have to acknowledge the fact that you know there's a lot of things that's digital, so we want to make sure that we um, give information about some um, digital applications that can help you with the debt re- with your debt reduction. Now, as a caveat, I do want to clarify that this is in no way an endorsement on from Tabernacle Financial Literary Center or Tabernacle Baptist Church about any of these programs. This is just a list that I've compiled off the internet, you know, which anybody can look for themselves. And um, there's plenty more out there. So this is not an endorsement of these specific programs um, from either the Literary Center, Literacy, I can't pronounce today, (laughs) the Literacy Center, or Tabernacle Baptist Church. So, but before I want to get started, uh, Malcolm. Yes, ma'am. What do you use?
1: Uh, For a time, I was using Truebill. Okay,
0: um, that's one I've never heard of. I'm yeah, so Truebill,
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure all of these kind of do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Truebill, it it was very intelligent. I would I give it a, it really got in my business. So it wanted to log <laughs> into my, uh, I'm with yep. SRP. Mm-hmm. I log in and it actually went through like all of my transaction history and it kind of figured out my habits of mm-hmm. where I'm spending and how I spend and kind of created my own little budget based on what I do. Okay. And they kind of asked me what was some of my goals that I wanted to do, and I said I wanted to eliminate fast food spending and 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 uh, like frivolous like buying stuff I don't need to buy like Amazon. It had its own Amazon category because I'm really I I, <laughs> I buy a lot of Amazon.
0: <laughs> we are gonna talk about
1: this. yeah, <laughs> but I use Truebill and I like and I liked it for the time that I was using it, uh, but over. After a while, it just became very naggy because it was like you you spending too much. I was like, get out my face.
0: <laughs> that's that's rich. That's rich. I like that. Um, but to uh, piggyback on something you mentioned, you said it it kind of linked itself to your bank account. One thing I do want to mention: if your bank is like my bank, I don't even have to do all that. You know, a lot of banks, um, especially credit union type banks. Let me um, credit unions versus banks. They have these programs um, built into their banking system mm. that does that for you, so it's like nothing uh, no outside entity being invasive into your accounts. I mean right. it's all tied into your uh, into your accounts at the particular credit union. <clears throat> so for my credit union, as um, soon as I open up the page, I get like a graph that shows where my spending has been, you know, where I've been spending money Mm -hmm. and I have multiple accounts there. So I like it because it gives me the same, you know, it gives me a graph for all my different um, accounts I have at the credit union. So if you're not um, prone to get an app or download another app or have outside program I recommend looking into your bank to see what they offer they do a lot of financial. a lot of um, banks and credit unions do a lot of financial management Mm -hmm. type assistance in-house
1: that that's almost more comforting than having you know because like a lot of these apps you know you you know they have the terms and conditioning Mm -hmm. but what you nobody I don't read them because they're very long talk about that too yeah uh uh, so uh, knowing that you know a credit union does, or even a bank does, kind of provide that stuff, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever noticed it with SRP. I'm sure it's there. I just never really paid attention. Mm-hmm. I just kind of saw Truebill, and I was like, go ahead and do this for me. But uh, what, w- where would you find this sort of thing if you don't mind me asking? Who you who is your well, banker?
0: I bank with Associated Credit Union. Okay, um, and. You're right. You have to actually look for it. You okay. know, a lot of people don't go past that screen that says my account, yeah, that lists your me. accounts. But if you look, um, taking, mine, uh, taking my um, credit union, for example, there's tabs across the top. I also have a USAA, and USAA also does the same thing. They have these different tabs that you can click on, and one of them will say something like tools or... Uh, Other um, other options, you know, you just I don't know. They all have different labels, but I think mine says tools. Mm -hmm. And when you can go through there and you can sign up for like the e statements, you can um, get your tax statement. So it just depends. I encourage everyone to to not just stay on that one main screen for your um, bank. Click on all their tabs and see what options are available to you. So most of those where I found mine was under the tools and it shows, you know, financial management. It was a fam- financial management tool, and it includes great articles. It includes, uh, like you said, the different applications to help you uh, mm-hmm. track your spending, where you're spending money, where you may need to cut back on. So, if so, anything, I always tell people, look at your banks first. Where, where's your money? Look where your money already is.
1: So, you, when you say tabs, I'm assuming you're looking at the website, not so the app that they provide. Well, no.
0: My, it's also on the app, too. Oh, okay. It's so just like... Uh, you know, most of them um, have those little three lines, yeah. And like, a, and it's a drop-down box. So, mm-hmm. on your app, just look for the three lines, and that's the drop-down box, and it should be listed under there as well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I ever use my banking app though.
1: I I, I can use never it. Never remember
0: my password
1: all the time. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. It's it's the power of the smartphone that 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 cripples me from using a computer mm-hmm. other than. You know, doing my creative stuff or whatever. I've never really like even with Amazon. I don't use the website. I use the app. Wow! I'm always on my phone. I am. I'm a real millennial.
0: (laughs) And in my opinion, this is Lashana's opinion: Mm -hmm. is trying to get an understanding or get um, control of such as your fine things such as your finances when we don't have to do the work. We. To me, that's the biggest hindrance. Yes, it is. Learning how to do the work. So I love apps. I love, you know, the now, the millennial movement of now. Mm -hmm. I love it. But I also appreciate the fact that I learned and came up in a time where I had to figure things out. So. While I like the fastness of things, mm-hmm. I also like being able to look at something and be like, okay, that don't look right. Mm-hmm. Let me pull out my pen and paper. Let me put out my calculator. Do even people still have calculators? I'm not talking about on your phone. I mean a calculator.
1: I, I do. Uh, I have a child who, <laughs> who has two scientific uh, Texas instrument calculators. Oh, yeah. So we have them at our house.
0: Yes. You know, to be able to know what it is. Because. You know, truth be told, the way these apps are coming up and, you know, being generated so quickly. we How do we even know that they're doing it right?
1: Yeah. And that's that, <laughs> that was the thing I was getting into about Truebill is why I kind of got rid of it. I'm like, I don't know what exactly it's all getting into. Mm-hmm. And if it's even presenting the information correctly, mm-hmm. is it up to date on what I, how I'm spending or whatever, because I almost treat it like a uh, financial advisor, mm-hmm. and really it's just a, a, a a a overview of what you're doing. Whereas you said like that, what uh, the 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 your bank offers this information, it's just presenting it to you in a different way, right? Um, rather than what your bank would do, but you know I I wonder why doesn't banks Advertise that they have these features.
0: Some of them do. I A do. lot of them do. Okay. um But like you said, no one really goes past the the main screen. Yeah. And so one thing I appreciate about my credit union is before you even log in, like I said, I'm very seldom use the app. Mm-hmm. But once I go log before I can even log in, everything is on that main screen. You know, it gives you the tools. It tells you the different types of accounts you can have. If the products that they offer is right there on the screen so that you can click on and get that information before you even log in. Mm -hmm. So is I encourage people know what it is that your app does or your programs do behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So that requires a knowledge, you know, you actually putting in some work to say, okay, this is what I want. Let me find the correct app or program that will get me what I want. And how invasive is it? Like, is this something else I can do on my own? Or is it somewhere I can find where I don't have to open up or start a whole nother application? Because I look at people's phones sometimes, you know, and their front screen is just so full. I'm like, what is all that stuff? Is that your phone? Is that how your phone (laughs) looks? Like, what is all this? What? Like, if you look at my phone, you might find maybe five, to 10 applications mm-hmm. but a lot of it's like my calendar and stuff and i'm like because it's too cluttered mm-hmm. so then you may have apps buried in there that you set up and gave access to mm. like personal information that you don't even use anymore
1: mm-hmm. so now
0: you have all these different applications that have access to all your personal data to your bank accounts right. to your everything else so before you get a new app mm-hmm. go through your phones or tablets, or what have you, and see if you already have something that's in place. And maybe you might need to get rid of it.
1: So, also, I uh, here's a tip about how I ch- kind of found out some of the subscriptions I was paying for that I forgot that I was even paying for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Truebill ch- told me about, you know, some of the things I have been paying for for a long time. Mm-hmm. And nothing's really changed about the the, the pricing or, or, or renewing or anything like that. It's like, hey, are you still using this? And then I go into my, uh, my phone itself and it says, and it, 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 lists out apps that I've used last and I've kind of helped, it helped me see that, oh, I'm paying for something that I'm not even using anymore. Right. And so like the apps like Truebill or, or, or any other app, they have their positives, I would say. Right. But it's getting, for me at least, it's getting out my comfort zone because I, finances, it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: There's looking at people on yeah,
1: looking at, you know, my overall financial situation is always uncomfortable because am I doing good? Am I doing bad? I'm fine right now, but is I, am I really fine? Mm-hmm. It is, it is just the anxiety of thinking about it. And I guess that's why I lean towards the app or when I do open my actual SRP app, going to that front screen is all I need to know how much I got. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, not in the negative. <laughs>
0: Well, that's always a great thing. That's always a great thing. But like you said, I do. I'm from a different generation. I don't know uh, what generation, what generation would I be? I don't even know what generation I am. I think I'm X.
1: I don't know. that. I don't don't
0: either. I never even tried that. But what I said is I grew up in a time where computers were just coming into, you know, the whole dial up. Yep. I'm dating myself right there. (laughs) So the whole dial up was just coming in. So. We had to learn, I guess, what you guys would say, the, the millennials would say, the old school way. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, tactile, pen and paper, let me see it. So I always keep handy in my little financial binder a listing of all the subscriptions that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's not just paper subscriptions, apps, programs, et cetera, streaming. And when their expiration dates are And then, you know, look at it and say, hey, when's the last time I ever actually used this? I remember I went through, and I try to do it at least once a year. Mm -hmm. I be, you know, I would be lying if I said I did it monthly. I don't. But when I know things are starting to renew, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I look and say, hey, when's the last time I actually used it? I'm paying for this. Like I had a whole bunch of online newspaper subscriptions, and I never even opened them. I never even read one article. And I was like, why am I paying for this?
1: I got you. Why am
0: I paying for this? So there's apps out there that will track that for you. Uh, Again, I encourage you to look at your banking, um, look at your bank so you don't have to integrate or start a whole new program. But there are some good ones out there. This um, article I found, it came up with, um, it says the seven best debt reduction software programs of 2023. And they said the best overall was Quicken. The best for a fast payoff was called something called Ziltworks. And the best app altogether is something called Tally.
1: I've heard of Tally, yeah.
0: The one that's the best free option is something called unburied.me. And if you're into envelope budgeting, something called Cube.money, which I've never heard of these. I've heard of Quicken. But the rest of them, never heard of
1: them. Quicken sounds familiar. Uh, I've heard of Tally. I've seen that app before. Those other ones, I was like, I have no idea what those are. Yeah,
0: I'm, I've am i never heard of them. That's because I'm not really into apps, so I don't go looking for apps. But, yeah. you know, there are people out there. Let me see, did I miss any? Oh, no. One. Oh, yeah. Two. The best for automation is something called coins, but it's with a Q instead of a C. And if you're into the debt snowball method, there's one called Undet it. Undebt dot it. So it's a whole bunch out there. But
1: I am going to try to learn the old school way <laughs> because usually with some of these apps, like you mentioned some free ones, but you usually have to pay like something. And like-
0: that was where I was going. A lot of these are free. Are, you know, there's only a, a few free ones, but with the free mm-hmm. ones, eh, you don't get as many of the, the perks. Right. And there are some that you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Me, I, I um, adhere to the to the um idea of it doesn't make sense to pay to get out of debt. I know sometimes you have to pay. There are mm-hmm. some things you have to pay for. But there's a lot of things you don't have to pay for or shouldn't have to pay for in order to get out of debt. It's like I'm going into debt to get out of debt.
1: That makes sense. See, <laughs> then that, that's why I got rid of True Bill because like even though it was supplying me with the knowledge that I needed, mm-hmm. it was just another bill that I was paying for because I was uncomfortable with my mm-hmm. with my debt situation. But if my bank is providing that information for me, mm-hmm. I just need to get out of my comfort zone, learn this old school method, and take <laughs> care of my business. <laughs> and the bank's
0: not really an old school method. They use an app and yeah. a program too, but you know me, and like I said, I have Excel spreadsheets for everything. I'm, I'm an Excel spreadsheet. my wife
1: <laughs> loves Excel. She 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 knows all the formulas to come up with stuff. She doesn't use it for budgeting. She uses it for uh, she's a marketer. So that's getting out yep. of mm-hmm. yeah. But she uses it, and and maybe she can show me something.
0: Okay. One other um, thing I wanted to bring up before we got um, close out this session is for those who have credit cards like myself. I have credit cards. Uh, well, a credit card is the balance transfer. That's a lot. That's a tool not too many people um, utilize. So like, say, you currently have a credit card uh, whose interest rate is, what's the average now? The average interest rate is 20%. Mm-hmm. and uh, APR, annual percentage rate is 20%. So there are a lot of other credit cards out there not necessarily with your bank, but you know, other credit cards where they're offering a 0% or a low interest. If you transfer your balance over to them. Say it one more time. So I got a credit card at my bank. Gotcha. USAA Associated credit union is offering a 0% APR or a low interest APR. If I Transfer my USAA credit card balance over to it mm. and it'll it'll stay zero balance. I mean, it's zero interest or low interest for a certain period of time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you may have to pay a one time fee, like usually it's about three percent of whatever the balance is. But it is it, to get you from that high interest rate to either a lower interest rate or a zero interest rate. Gotcha. But there's
1: catches. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I was like, Y'all ain't doing this for nothing.
0: No. So like I said, sometimes there, there'll probably be a transfer fee, a yeah. one-time balance transfer fee. And um, what was I saying? Oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes there'll be a no balance. Uh, there'll be a um, one-time transfer fee. Mm-hmm. And you may have an annual fee as well. Mm-hmm. But the biggest catches to me are, If you don't pay off that balance during that introductory period, so sometimes, you know how like you go and you like to a furniture store and they say like no interest until February 2026. Mm -hmm. Same thing with the the credit card, Mm -hmm. with the transfer. No interest or low interest or you get this rate all the way up to February 2026. If you don't pay off that balance before before February 2026, the remaining balance that's left on that card now has a higher interest rate.
1: Look, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. You brought up something that I thought was so interesting because thinking back, when me and my wife were dating and then into our marriage, we used to do those, if you pay off, the, we used to buy furniture, and if you pay it off by this amount of time, you have no, zero interest or whatever. And I thought it was very interesting is we have other debt but whenever we got into debt, when it came to f- buying furniture and having to pay it off by a certain amount of time, we paid it off very quickly. It put a fuel to the fire sort of thing mm-hmm. of making sure you don't get into more debt. Right. And, and you know, that's off, a little bit off the point, but I thought it was an interesting tactic of of kind of forcing you. stay out of there because you know what's about to happen if you don't do it. It's a
0: lot of places that's like that. It's not just credit cards like say like I said going into like I said you go into a store Mm -hmm. and they want to offer you this introductory card and they say hey here's the interest rate for this introductory card. You got an annual um, annual fee but it's no interest on your purchases until X, Y, Z. And that's kind of this. It, it was not kind of, it is the same thing when you're transferring um, your credit card balance from one card to another. Mm-hmm. It's in, during the introductory period, you know, you'll, it, you either have no interest or it's a very low interest. Right. The key is not to add any more charges once you transfer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> so You don't want to add any more charges once you transfer, and you also want to pay it off before the introductory period. Otherwise, you're going to have that new higher interest rate, which, oh, when you started, the interest rate overall nationally will say 20%. But by the time the um, introductory period is over, it's now 23% or higher. Mm -hmm. And then one of the other things is sometimes there's a limit on how much you can transfer. You can probably Mm. only transfer so much. So you have to read the fine print, the stuff you don't like to do. You got to read the (laughs) fine print. And um, you just got to make sure you pay it off. And all I can do is say, read the fine print. Oh, and don't miss a payment.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. If you
0: miss a payment, it can negate that whole um, introductory offer. You can go back to having that 20% interest rate and everything else. But we're not here to scare you, but...
1: The but we scared is, now. The
0: key is to redefine print. So, next month is March. March, we're gonna start talking about ways to prep yourself for the upcoming tax period. Some of you have already filed taxes. If you like me, I wait until like April thirteenth and then start doing my taxes. I don't recommend doing that, but I'm lazy when it comes to doing my taxes. Um, so we're gonna be talking about taxes during the month of October and we're going to have a special guest next on our next podcast we're going to actually have someone who uh, is going to be talking about getting your taxes done for free you know places you can get your taxes done for free with here in the um, CSRA so make sure you stay tuned this is Lashana talk to you soon